You haven't seen Boomer? The movie? No. Just a picture? Yeah, Does I can't. involve assholes? It's that. Oh, I've seen You've it. seen that? Yeah, I just saw it. And the lady who was helping me uh, open the elevator also saw it. Oh, did you? Because <laughs> I had my phone out and I was looking at the code. She's like, oh, you got to put that. And then she's like, oh. And I was like, You yeah. got a customer. Hey, this is Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. On the show today, uh, Adam Lucky. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> I'm a juggalo. I don't know if oh, you do that. They might be the worst. Juggalos? No, they're not bad. They're awesome. Come on. Yeah, I went to Gathering of the Juggalos. It was fantastic. Because well, I also went to a hippie you, festival. That was way worse. Hippies are worse than juggalos. Just different colored dreadlocks, that's all. Yeah, but juggalos go harder. They'll like set up a backyard fighting organization. Are you? Yeah, but it's more of a tractor pull. Yeah, and it's usually like a man fighting a woman, which is cool. yeah. <laughs> the woman's really big and the man's small to try to even it out. There was a uh, Juggalo documentary out. Have you seen it? No, I want to now. Vice Magazine did it. Oh, maybe I did watch that some some number of years ago, and um, where they covered like the talent show and stuff. Was it that? I, I think so. Yeah, that was great. I watched the talent show live when I was there. It's the best part. Have you heard uh, Joe DeRosa's bit on the Juggalos, no. and they got a hate mail from them? Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, I, I actually I think directly from Insane Clown Posse. Interesting. But they book comedy. Uh, they have a comedy event. Yeah, tent. Yeah. Jimmy Walker played one year. Okay. Yeah, they've had some decent, I think, like uh, Tommy Chong and stuff like that. Yeah, there was a handful of comedians. The one I went to, Tila Tequila, was there. Do you know who that is? Yeah, of course. And, I was on MySpace. Yeah, and they were uh, they threw bottles at her and booed her off stage, and she tried to show them her tits, and <laughs> that dude threw like a baseball at her. <laughs> yeah, they've been watching tits in the parking. I'll tell you, Suicide Girls mm-hmm. uh, had a burlesque troupe, and it was touring in Europe and stuff, and they do these outdoor music events and um the first night they killed they have they're they're all hot girls very unique distinct acts some girl come out and do milk or whatever burlesque type stuff horror based well they came back full of piss and vinegar for the following night's show Mm -hmm. booed nice by like five thousand people it's um have you been booed um not really no outside of a family dinner no, oh yeah, my dad would boo me every morning, my entire existence. He'd just be like, not good enough, faggot. Would your dad wake you early in the morning? No, not really. My dad mostly just didn't really care that much. He was uh, Sometimes that's better. Yeah, I don't mind it. 
Um, he was military, so he wasn't there a lot, too. He was overseas. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Is oh, your dad dead you. or alive? No, he's alive. Ugh. Yeah, I know. This is awkward. You gotta get him shit. What is he, 64? No, he's pretty young. He's like 54. Your dad is five years older than me? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, you could definitely How old be are you, 11? Yeah, I'm nine. I you just turned nine. Just turned nine, and how old are you now? Uh, 28. 28. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I just You're- went from nine to 28. I jumped. Yeah, you're in a, a good place, in a good time, in a good city yeah. to do comedy. Yeah, it's all, I started when I was like 24, 25. So. Same. Oh, sweet. Except I've got 20 years of experience on you. Yeah, well, you've existed longer. I've lived <laughs> twice as much. Actually, I've lived twice as long as you, 17 times faster. Yeah, and with all the places you've gone, it just that adds numbers on to it. 25 places. Yeah, I've been here. Most of the time. In America? Yeah. Well, Mexico is the only time I've ever left. Have you performed in Mexico? No. Well, actually, technically I did because my Donkey dad, show. Yeah, I fucked a donkey. Whoa. Well, a donkey fucked me. Don't you think I Mexican folk are probably pretty sick and tired of hearing the donkey show? Yeah. Somebody fucked a donkey. And that- yeah. Well, it's probably something that happened, and now I bet they're just moving on to all sorts. They're like probably putting like armadillos in each other's asses, and we don't even know about it. It's been going on since cave cave times. <laughs> yeah, anything that you could eat, but in somebody show, fucked. Were they selling tickets to it? I think Mexicans probably decided to make a show out of it. Yeah. Now I bet you there's some some guy that was an entrepreneurial. You know, you don't have all the laws and regulations now for. You know, you don't have a health inspector coming into the Armadillo fuck show. I, I wouldn't think you would. Well, maybe a different kind of one. He just has to make sure that like the everyone's greased up good enough. Because if the Armadillo gets stuck Why did you halfway, do that? <laughs> You've already picked out your Armadillo? Well, yeah, my Armadillo would be about this size. Okay. What about yours? How big would you want? I don't fuck Armadillos. Well, it's not technically fucking an Armadillo to have an entire Armadillo in your ass. How do you fuck things that have hair? That's fair. Yeah. I understand that. On their balls and pussy. At the same time? Don't be rude. <laughs> All right, folks. We are here with Adam Lucky on the Safe Word Podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, J-R-E. And we've quickly gone into having sex with animals. I I thought it was going to be quicker than that, to be honest. I know. We, we're coming in hot out of the gate. Um, let's see. We met. What was it? Bad Decisions? Or did I cross paths with you before? Uh, Vulcan. At the Vulcan. Yeah, Red Band Secret Show. That was the first time we met? I think so. Yeah, because I, uh, I got booked off of Kill Tony, and then I went there, and you were on that one. That's right. I had probably seen you around, I'm sure. But... Well, I moved here. When was your spot on the Death Squad show? Like what month was the it? The first one, yeah. I don't remember. A long time ago. Last year, I think. Oh, I didn't get here until December no. 15th. No, it wasn't. It was probably January or February. Yeah. Because my friends were here, and they didn't get here until December either. What a great idea. How how many hours of conversation did you have with the wife about moving to Austin? Uh, it didn't take convincing at all because she worked at a comedy club and that's all she wanted to do was work at another comedy club and Austin was the only place she could possibly do that. So I haven't interacted with her on a professional that le- level that much, but I think she's one of the more nicer people in show business here oh yeah well she's i mean she was a waitress i've never been yelled at her is yeah, what i'm saying she's not there she'll probably get there i'm sure the business will probably get you her pulled a jim carrey and married up the waitress at a comedy club she wasn't a waitress she was waitress after we met i got her a job there 
That's crazy. Because yeah. usually people in caring relationships, especially with married with children, they it's very incestuous to have your job and your home life separate. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It works for us. We like it. It's cool that like I can talk to her about comedy and she can talk to me about the comedy that she works in. And it's- about what shows you're not getting on because you've pissed her <laughs> off in the kitchen that day. <laughs> no, I wish. I wish that was why I'm not getting booked. <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing that for fun. Yeah. So what we're talking about is the, uh, which I was on stage there last night. Was at I? The, at the Creek? Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't there I did the night. Fox show. Oh, the Sick Fox? Sick the Fox Ryan shows. Joseph show? Sweet. Yeah. How was that? Was that good? It was actually great. That's awesome. They had a... Um, first of all, the fact that these Austinite ladies are laughing at me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was surprised by that, too. Not Well, yeah, for your comedy, but also for mine as well. Yeah. Some of the people I make laugh. I look at crowds all the time, and I'm like, I'm about to eat every dick. And then they love it. Like young college age kids that just look like they're ready to fucking antifa me into the asphalt. Yeah. And then they like it. Or it's, not. I think not. that's only happened over the last... I think COVID kind of helped change lanes in our favor about having real struggle yeah. in life to not bring that bullshit politics to a comedy show. Absolutely. And I think like... People want to hear you joke about dark shit because we've all just been living in dark shit for like the past year. So it's time to make it fun instead of just no one wants to hear someone talk about their fucking bike ride to work and how they eat kale all the time. No, because that guy just lost his family business. Yeah. And his wife is beating him. Yeah. Off. (laughs) Beating him off? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not bad. Can I get married? Can you get married? Probably. Okay, if let's just turn this into... I personally wouldn't like it if a Canadian married an American woman. I wouldn't want that. If I could <laughs> vote against it, I would. But I'm not really that Canadian. That's true. You have, you've been gone for a really long time, right? And I've... Um, look, there's people a lot more Canadian than, than moi. Mm, is that a French true. word, moi? Of course you you would know. <laughs> I would we, we don't have French people here. I don't think I've ever really met a French person. Cajun? Yes, I've met some Cajun. Those are French Canadians okay. that moved down the coast. They're just dirty Americans now. They're dirty, delicious Americans. <laughs> Cajun make, food is great. I love Cajun food. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. Like, for, for somebody who'd... Um, the first time I tried jambalaya. Ooh, that's good. It's great. I'm like, you can put sausage in soup? Yeah. And they go, this ain't soup. This is jambalaya. Yeah, and they say it really aggressively, too. Yeah. Like they're gonna fight you about it. Yeah, the uh, French Cajun people are aggressive everywhere. That's fair. That's interesting because like when people talk about French, people who like don't know a lot of French people don't bring up the fact that they're aggressive usually. It's like nice things a lot of the time, or that they're just like cowards or whatever. They're honest. Oh, is that because of the war shit? That they're yeah, cowards. That came into play, which I did. I never really felt that way. I don't care. I wouldn't. I don't fight anything. When was the last time you were attacked? Last time I was in a fight was actually like no attacked. I don't think you've ever been in a fight, but you've been attacked. (laughs) I have been in a fight, but actually, funny enough, I was attacked last night at an open mic. What by a tiny autistic woman that probably weighed about eighty-five pounds. See, hang out with me. You won't have these problems. (laughs) I never had these problems until I moved here. Thrown hecklers through plate glass windows well the funny thing is i was dealing with a heckler and she wasn't even the heckler 
the one that attacked me. She, I didn't even know she was still there because she had attacked a different comic earlier in the night, and I assumed they had thrown her out because she followed him out to his car and she was punching the window on his car as hard as she possibly could, like seven or eight times, and he just fucking peeled out of there. And then uh, I got up and I was getting heckled by some chick comic for my whole set and just, I, I don't know, I think I destroyed her as a person and she's probably going to kill herself, which sucks. But um, then I referenced the fact that the autistic chick had tried to kill a black guy earlier and then just, I see like a well, blur. Where are you hanging out that there's retarded people at the shows? This just was a really shitty bar mic. I mean, the guys that run it are cool and everything. There's so many room for disaster in a bar show. Yeah, and this is one of those bars where just literally only people there are people that are there every single night. Yeah. So every time you go, it's the same people getting drunk at the bar. Yeah, like, so you're the guy who comes to a kid's birthday party and pulls his dick out to them. Yeah, I mean, used to. I don't do that so much anymore ever since I got into comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You change lanes. Yeah, I, and I wasn't progressing in that you field. You would make a great children's entertainer. <laughs> I've been told that a and lot. And by default, you have children. I have one child, yeah. Yeah, looking at you, I wouldn't say that you have any real responsibilities, but you have a shitload of responsibility. Yeah, a lot of people will like say I look like I have kids, but just like I have them. Like I got them. In a box. Yeah, I got them somewhere. And I'm not telling anyone where. You love your children. Yeah, she's awesome. She's cool. Oh, one child. One, just one. Yeah. And what happened there? Like, how do you get to a place where you somebody wants to have a baby? Uh, I don't know. My fiance loves me, I guess. Was it her idea? No, it wasn't either of our idea. We uh, we were living in Washington. We came to Texas for my brother's wedding, and she forgot her birth control pills. Or how to cross her legs. Well, yeah. but You're I'm, aggressive. Yeah. Sexually. I'm stronger than her. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that really matters. Hey, that's the wedding ring. Yeah, that's my vows. It's called, you can't call the cops anymore. We're in love. <laughs> yeah, you consented when you said yes to marry <laughs> to all of them. I'm, yeah, I think she actually likes you. Yeah, no, she's awesome. She's like, and it's funny because like she doesn't even have that much of a fucked up sense of humor, but she loves fucked up sense of stuff. Like, she yeah. personally doesn't joke around about it. I mean, she likes all types of jokes and comedy. She was a big comedy fan when I met her. That's hard. That's a hard gig, especially to explain when you're a fan of comedy and the general public is not even curious about it. And you start explaining what you like about it. They start to make a weird face. Yeah. I love comedy fans. They're the best. Yeah. What do your fans <coughs> look like? Um, a lot of military guys, mm-hmm. a lot of veterans, uh, a lot of like younger guys that look like they don't get laid ever. And then, like, randomly, like, middle-aged They're jealous of your confidence. Probably. You don't look like you should have any confidence. That's the thing. But you're confident. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I can live a somewhat normal life, possibly. Mm. This guy figured it out, kind of. What was the worst year of your life? Probably every high school. Every year in high school? Uh, I didn't go to high school. I dropped out when I was a sophomore. So, yeah, just probably freshman, sophomore. That was pretty shitty, because I just, like... Seattle? No, that we lived in Texas actually around that time. My dad, since my dad was in the military, we just bounced around oh, nonstop, right. and then we ended up in this tiny town in Texas where everyone at the high school had like known each other since they were kids. Yeah, you and were then, an outsider. You were Kevin Bacon and Footloose. Yeah, and I was still like this, basically, just less polished and funny and clever. Yeah, just annoying and loud and wanting to joke all the time. And then there were all these like 
southern dudes and like just chicks that are getting banged out by football players all the time. And you having the comedic confidence in that environment is looked at as we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, I was called a faggot a lot. Whoa. Yeah. That wasn't that big was? of a deal back then. Oh, it still happens, but I like it now. It's fun. I love that word. Yeah, because you deal with the general homelessness with your trans. Yeah. Oh, with telling them that I'm trans? Yeah. It I works. can't help you. I'm trans. It totally works. It works every I've time. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, it's because they, I don't know if they maybe think I'm saying I'm like transient. Maybe that's what they think. They think I'm saying I'm also homeless, which is also a good strategy too. They're not thinking. <laughs> They just know that this guy, you're overanalyzing. They didn't even, if you had to pull that person aside a block down the street and go, what did that guy say to you? They're like, spiders? <laughs> he said he's got spiders in his pocket. Yeah. There's no shortage of crazy, well, there's that homeless shelter right across the street from the creek. It's like right next door to it. <laughs> across the street is the police department. Oh, that's right. I, that's the police department? Yeah. I thought that was the shelter. It basically is at this point. That's where they all hang out for some reason. Okay, well, let's describe to people who don't know. Let me, uh, I'm going to blow my nose. You talk for a second. Okay. Oh, you almost. Is blowing your nose just cocaine? That probably is. Welcome to Adam Lucky's Safe Word, where we go through all the women that Jason Rouse has legitimately raped. Um, I have a list here of all their names and uh, videos proving it, that he did it, every single one. Oh, mm. I had a double yoker in the back of my throat. I had to get out. That's fun. Uh, so we were raped by dogs when you were four. Yeah. And then cats when I was six. Um, what were we just talking about? Uh, you're about to describe something about the creek because we were talking about its location. Mm. Okay, so Austin, Texas, downtown um, 6th Street is Fury Road. Yeah, it's fucking Mad Max. Style. Uh, we're not even exaggerating. Two people were murdered last week? Yeah, oh, at the mass shooting? Yeah. Well, it wasn't. That's, it was just a shootout that happened in a giant crowd. But yeah, two people died. I think like 17 people got shot. That's big numbers. Yeah. Handgun? I guess. They yeah. were just shooting at each other. Neither person that was shooting at each other was shot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Most people that carry guns in downtown Austin are traditionally bad shots. Yeah, psychopaths usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my friend carries one, and he's going to use it on himself before he uses it on anybody else. What are the odds, though? Of using it on yourself? I think it's pretty high. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's right there. Fuck me, fuck you. Boom. That would be crazy. If someone's trying to fight you and you just shot yourself in front of them, that mm. would fuck them up forever. Or you zip tie your wrist to the your opponent. And then you do it. And blow your head off. So now he's trying to pull this dead body through the city. That'd be wild. But you do it on a bridge. <laughs> so you take, you your corpse is tied. Like, you know how those deers get their antlers stuck in fences? Yeah. And then they die on the fence? Yeah, it's very similar to that. You can do that. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a really good strategy. I like that a lot. You just handcuff yourself to someone who's fucking with you, and it's like, how about this, though? And then you pour gas over your own head and light yourself <laughs> on fire. So now it looks like he's attacking a fiery corpse. Yeah, and I'm dying slow. <sighs> well, you know, I'm attached to him. That'd be awful. Or the uh, Mad Max scenario where you're handcuffed and you're given a hacksaw to cut through your ankle that before Max? the car blows up. Oh, yeah. That was Mad Max. Have you yeah. seen it? 
Um, which one? The one where um, Mel Gibson yells the N-word. I haven't seen the old one. Does he do that? No, but he did do it recently. Uh, yeah, I love that. That was one of his best performances. I saw him on in the gym uh, in L.A. Literally, probably about five months after that had happened. Just screaming. No, no. It was so weird. In the mirror. He's just warming up. And he was making eyes at my... Because my ex-girlfriend had bought me to the uh, Equinox in her neighborhood. And it was a very celebrity-based area. And uh, Mel was there. That's cool. I mean, I've heard he's really nice. Just not to, (laughs) you know, people who are Jewish (laughs) or black. Well, my girlfriend was black. Oh, okay. So he's and he was mad. making eyes at my girlfriend, but like hitting on her. Yeah. Well, I bet most racist dudes probably really want to fuck the racists that they hate. It's probably yeah. like the ultimate. It's weird. I just want to come on something. Yeah, that's for you. Don't care what color it is or if it's alive. Anything. Anything. Bring in a sandwich. Your own face. What am I gonna do with yeah. that? You wouldn't do it? No, I'd do it if, like, I was... Are you saying anything? As if... Anything yeah, but I've else. come on my... I'd be... If I came on my own face, first of all, I'm not in my 20s anymore. Okay? So, I'm lucky if I don't get it on my toes. Jesus. I use gravity. Wow, okay. To make the splash. Okay. So, I just kind of I don't think out. I've had a woman touch me in over a year. Wow. Isn't that exciting? Like, you won't allow it? <laughs> no, they won't. You still have sex with them. You just don't let them touch. No, you. it's it's through a hole in a sheet. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I only bang Hasidic women. That's progressive. Mm. What kind of girl should I marry? I imagine you with someone with big shoulders, like a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, maybe like a trans, a guy that played in the no, NFL. No, there's no guys. There's no guys in me. What do you mean? You wouldn't fuck a guy? No. What about a trans? I wouldn't even let a guy fuck me. Would you fuck a girl that used to be a guy? I only fuck things that make babies. Well, a lot of girls can't make babies. I assume a lot of the girls that want to fuck you can't make babies anymore. Just due to multiple abortions and drug addiction. Do you think a lot of the women I have sex with have abortions? I would imagine you haven't had sex with someone who hasn't had at least two abortions. Maybe That's ever not in true. your entire I've, life. I've dated some very... Not to say that if you've had an abortion that makes you a bad person, but... More than nine, probably, though. I actually dated a girl that had 37 abortions. Yeah. See, there we She are. was 22 years old. There it is. I knew it was there. It was... She literally used to keep an ice cream scoop on a keychain in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So she just got to the point where she knew how to do it. Have you had any abortions? No, I haven't, personally. Yeah. But I can't. But you got now. married when you were 25. We haven't actually gotten married yet. We're Ooh, just, sinners. We're engaged, yeah. Can I speak at your wedding? Yeah, I was going to see if you wanted to marry us. I would totally marry you guys. <laughs> we're going to Hawaii. I'll come. go to Hawaii. <coughs> when, when do you go to Hawaii? Uh, Next year, in July. We haven't picked a day yet. You know what? I've been trying to get a couple of friends of mine to go on a hiking trail through the uh, one of the Hawaiian islands. Oh, we're going to be on the big island, and that has some amazing hiking trails. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Is it part of the United States? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, technically. Yeah. You don't have to have a passport. Well, I don't know how it works. I mean, it's you can travel within the U.S. I'm sure you won't have an issue going there. Yeah, no. I'm just concerned on what um, what border, what they, I don't know. I heard it's very expensive. Yeah. Well, plane tickets alone are really expensive. and then. But Hawaii itself is 
costly. Yeah. The Big Island is less touristy, so mm-hmm. you might not be spending as much money. But even, like, grocery shopping there, like, milk yeah. is, like, $13 or some crazy yeah. shit. Like, because everything costs so much. To get Oslo there. prices. Yeah. I remember going in the first time in Norway, uh, getting, like, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to go to a McDonald's in Norway. I usually, I'll go to a McDonald's, like, once every five years. Is it different? Like, do they have different shit? Um, no, the menus are pretty, they might have some sort of odd item. Oh, like one or two specialty things. Like in, in Dubai, they had a McArab. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, only men can order it. (laughs) Actually, it was a woman in, in the, uh, with a burqa holding the, in the advert. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. And I forget what they, the Arab aspect of this hamburger was. Um, some sort of sauce or something, I think. Was there a man taking a bite of it? And that's just no, how that, it was that's just how a picture of a lady holding up McArab, <laughs> and she had these beautiful eyes. I couldn't see the rest, but I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. That they just, I'm getting horny. I know. It's it's hard to talk about Arab women without getting really horny. No, I mean, like, in general, I don't know what's happening to my body. Oh, just lately you've been getting hornier than usual? Yeah, but the local women here are so repulsive. Um, is it because they're really attractive? Is it because of that? Is that why they're repulsive to you? They just look unkept. They all look the same. Yeah, they all all, kind of the same template. They look like you with better posture. Really? I haven't (laughs) seen a lot of that. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that look like me, but they're usually homeless. Well, you know, Seattle. Do you think that they, Austin has a very kind of Seattle kind of thing going on? I've heard that. I heard that so much before I moved here, and then I moved here, and I was just like, not really. No. Like, Seattle is fucking horrible. It's the worst place I've ever been to. I'm also speaking from 96 Seattle. Yeah, I'm sure it would used to be way better, but what it is now is just super rich people who want to, all they do want to do is talk about how good of people they are, and they're not. They're all Because really all the really people. cool people died of heroin overdoses in the 90s. Yeah, you can't even get good heroin there anymore. No? No, you probably can't. I've never done it. You never done it. Mm-mm. You should move to Vancouver. You can try it every day. I would love it a lot. I get addicted to it. And yeah, you look die. like yeah, you look like the guy would paint his windows black and just shoot smack. Oh yeah, for days. Just watch Aerosmith videos all day. And Allison Chains. A lot of Allison Chains. Yeah, I saw Allison Chains. That's cool. In '91, was it a woman named Alice that you just had chained up in your garage? Right. <laughs> I'll stop. I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you disrespect Lane Stanley? Staley. Sorry. Uh, he did the whole show in a wheelchair until the last song. He was so out of it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Was it good, though? It, dude, it was insane. And when he standed up, I almost started crying. It was like watching Jesus walk on water. Wow. That's cool. Rage Against the Machine. That's awesome. Um, Allison Chains. Tool on a side stage. I don't know a lot about Tool. You do look like a guy who goes to all Tool concerts. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. And I, run a comic book store. Yeah. I get retro video game store a lot. Mm. People say I look like I sell Super Nintendos. Lesbian bus driver. Yeah, I've gotten that one today. And uh, I think it's probably your cologne. <laughs> it's called Lesbian Bus Driver. <laughs> but it's black lesbian bus driver. I never get that aspect. No one ever includes that. A little cocoa butter rub down. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of people say I have the personality of a black female bus driver. Really? Who are these people? It's nobody. 
it's the voices in my head. So you're in Seattle doing comedy for how many years? Uh, about four years. Four years. I lived in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. It's right outside of Seattle, and it's just way better. It's mm-hmm. like, that's where all the black people had to move when they couldn't afford to live in Seattle anymore. Yeah. But it's like half and half, and it's also like gentrified white people too, but they're a little more down to earth because they actually live around minorities instead mm-hmm. of just talking about them all the time. Yeah. And they had a comedy club there, which is actually probably the best comedy club in Washington. Was it the the Tacoma Comedy, Tacoma club? comedy yeah. club? Yeah. Yeah, and they had two. They had one in Spokane as well, which was like five mm-hmm. hours away, and they'd bounce you back and forth, which was nice. And Sorry. Boring. <laughs> Let's get back to the fist fucking. Yeah. Well, I was almost there. I used to fist fuck kids on stage there. Jesus. They were cool with it. Those are called puppeteers. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't make them talk. I wouldn't let them talk, actually. You wouldn't let them talk? No. Did you see... Oh, you haven't met Jake and Louie yet. Mm. The puppet. He's a ventriloquist act. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wait, is he dark? He's a black Hasidic Jew Oh wow. with okay. a racist white puppet. Oh, that sounds awesome. It's very awesome. Yeah. He was supposed to come here, but uh, he's trying not to commit suicide and grow his mustache out. No, we're all doing that, bro. I'm yeah. fine. I had a great year. You've had a great year. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's still, depression's still in there. I think maybe just because things are getting better, it's like a fear that everything's going to just collapse again, kind of like it did with... We're better. It's the rest of the world that hasn't gotten better. Yeah. With the, you know laws and things like Canada's going to have an opening. Oh, you mean like here in Austin it's better? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's great. It's pretty much back to normal. Here, I'd say almost yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Especially, you know, they were 90% for the last six months. Mm-hmm. And it was like probably like 65% when I got here a year ago. No one actually talks about covid in texas i never really hear it brought not up really no and even people you would like when you go to like the ritzy areas you expect them to care they don't care either no no one fuck isn't that weird it's awesome like it's that. very awesome yeah if you're into freedom and living your best life yeah if you just want to live your life and like not like none of us really care if anybody else dies unless we like know them so they like to like, think that they like to make the rest of the world think that they care so that they can elevate themselves. Yeah, it makes them feel good to say that they care and to do things that look like they care. And then, But I think if you're having a good time and you're living your life at its highest, no matter when you die, it's okay. Yeah, it's better for sure. And it, I think you're a better person <laughs> if you just admit you don't care and live your life. I mean, you probably care. You're selfish. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, yeah. everyone probably cares about some other people, but not most people. Like, you don't really care. When you drive by a car accident, most people don't think, I hope they're okay. They probably think, I hope There's I a get head. to see, like, bones sticking out of their neck. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think because it's a safe place to view some of the horror of society is through a glass window in your car. Yeah, it's great. I love driving by car accidents. I've never driven by a car accident. Yeah, I saw a dead person probably like three months ago, right before I was on my way to a roast battle. It really fueled me. Where did you see a dead person? It was probably like six minutes from the creek. On and the, on the sidewalk? On the highway. No, it was a crash. Oh, accident. Super fresh crash just happened. And uh, I think one, there was one cop that had already gotten there and he was like opening the window. The car rolled? The door. I don't know. It was pretty smashed. And then he was taking one person out and then in the driver's seat is just yeah. very obviously not an alive person. But yeah, so I, I jacked that's, off and then I went and did That's why I don't drive. 
Oh, yeah, you don't drive at all, right? First of all, I've never driven ever. Like, not even just, a, like, in a parking lot? Wow. I've, I've never driven. But I'm going to go drive, a, like, a multi-million dollar race car next week, a Mercedes on a racetrack. Nice. So you're going to video it? Yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, you know, Texas style. Mm-hmm. Um, a race car driver. Are they gonna like? Is at the show and says you got to come up to my place and drive my race cars. And I said, well, I've never driven. And then he showed me this Mercedes that's fucking. It looks awesome. Wow. And I can't wait to wreck this guy's yeah. million dollar car. Well, you might die too. It'd be cool. Well, I've had premonitions of me holding onto a steering wheel, mm. shredding into pieces. Is that why you don't drive? Because you're scared of it? You're Part of like it. Final destination, your way into life? Yeah, I'm not interested in driving a knife. Yeah, that's fair. I like the idea that you can die in a car crash. That's It helps me through the drive. I just want to do the crushed on fire thing. Yeah, that seems bad, though. I don't know how many horror movies I've seen where they're pinned in the car and it's slowly seeking into a fiery abyss. I feel like at that point you're probably not aware, though. There's a lot of people here watching this just shaking their heads right now, going, how much murder? Do you think so? Do you think at this point you still have I haven't people? even hit the record button yet, so <laughs> we're, this is all big. We're oh, rehearsal. shit. We, we're supposed to be recording? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we were just having a good conversation. Um, you've got a weekly show at the Creek. I do, the Filthy Show. The Filthy Show. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I Your show's it. legit. Thank you. I filthy. appreciate that. And not to mention, you get asses in the seats. I know you've only done a few, right? Uh, I've done eight. Eight. Yeah. We okay. Went, we went already... weekly maybe like a month and a half ago. But before that, we were doing monthly, but all those were pretty bad. And they weren't at the creek. They were at uh, Poor Choices where you came. Yeah. On yep. your back. Yeah. You jacked off on my back while I was performing. No, was... I just hair trigger just went off. Oh, yeah. well. You ever that... try to make yourself come without touching? Yeah. Well, the other guy? <laughs> Well, no, never. That's <laughs> not a, I'm not a selfish asshole. I would, never wouldn't touch the other guy. That's funny. Like, you guys, I think you and your friends were uh, immediately happy that I was here when you saw me. Oh, yeah. We got along with you immediately. No, I mean just as a comedy presence. Yeah. That, like, this guy might take the heat off of some of us. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember... <laughs> I don't know if I had gone up yet or not at the Vulcan, but you just like immediately were just talking about like fist fucking your grandmother. And I was like, well, I think I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, it's more of a, a, a smear for me. You guys have specific topics and issues that you're addressing. Yeah. Or I'm uh, just, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing either. I haven't been doing it for very long. Four years? Almost five, five, yeah. like a month. I got 20 years on you. Yeah. That's a lot. And it hasn't been going well, as you've seen. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> it gives you hope, right? Yeah, I, it's good to know this that I could do it. it for 25 years, and I've been five, and we're having a conversation. It looks like I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah, no, I like the idea of knowing that I could do this for another 20 years and still just not. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's another thing as far as, like, when I was considering my career and what my future was going to entail, and I remember seeing an old... Just for Laughs Gala, and George Burns was 100 years old Jesus doing Christ. a stand-up. Yeah. From The Simpsons? No. <laughs> no. George Burns, the comedian. I know. I'm joking. I yeah. know who he is. I wanted to make you mad. He was 100. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's, that's, the, that's a goal. 
Mm-hmm. To be a hundred year old comedian? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of depressing, but. No, but if you're super successful and, first of all, if you're happy doing it. Yeah. I mean, I probably would like to not do it one day. It'd be yeah. nice if I got to the point where I didn't have to do it. Because I love doing it, but I can't. I know I'm probably not going to love doing it forever. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I probably don't want to do it when I'm like 60 or 70. Maybe that I might. Once if you get called out for the Mark Twain Award. I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it just who says the award? Uh, Bill Cosby most? has one. Oh, so you get it by raping women? No. <laughs> I actually that think that was the Kobe Bryant award when um uh Eddie Murphy got his he it's a great video of him talking about how Bill has to give back his award. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because of the rapes? No, because of his poor juggling skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. What uh why are those things connected? He's still good at comedy. He still earned that. What were you watching comedy wise before you hit the stage? Uh, I liked all the old shit. I was really into Kennison, Hicks, um, Carlin, and uh, like newer guys. I really liked like Big J. Okerson, mm-hmm. Bill Burr, Rogan. Yeah. Not a lot of Rogan stand up, but I was always really into his podcast, especially the ones with like other comedians. Yeah, that kind of saved my life in some regards. Between when I'd first moved to um, Los Angeles, Mark Marin had just started WTF. Oh, shit. So I was like listening to that as much as I could to get a sense of what I was about to. Because Mark would talk about his experiences around the Kinison years and yeah. hearing voices and all this stuff. And that I was, was like, wow, I can get to that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the goal. Did you make it to the store at all? Have you no, ever stepped I've, foot? I've never done comedy in California. Fuck. Yeah, I stayed mostly you like... You missed it. I know, I would have loved to. I heard it was amazing. But it's cool to be like in the ground floor of this right now because I think this is going to get there. Yeah, this is this is 1978 LA. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't even know that, that like the Creek in the Cave and like other comedy clubs here, like you go to them, there's always at least one high-level famous comic usually there hanging out or performing. And, and a lot of mediocre. Yeah, well, mostly that, but that's probably everywhere. I think there's probably... 15 good comedians in this city. Are you including like the LA transplants? Yes. Yeah, that's probably fair. Right? I mean, when I got here, no offense, like everyone's really cool, but I was very surprised the level of the local comedians here. But also what I had heard is that most of the comedians that have been doing it for a long time took a break during COVID. <laughs> and so all the people that were doing it were just fucking animals and savages. And those, the people that took breaks were clearly working. What do you mean? You have to be working to take a break. So they just pull well, themselves some out. some of them. Yeah, the, yeah I, I, you know, I'm using the best case scenario, but I never took a break. No, I didn't. I mean... I got busier. I took, like, whatever break I had to take, like, when I couldn't do it anywhere, like, maybe a month or two months. Yeah, March, April of last year, I think, because there was about Same. 60, 90-day period where everything was just kind of, like... Stand down, stand down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, are, are we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Are we gonna riot or what? Yeah, and I was in right outside of Seattle where all like Chaz shit and stuff was going on. Do you remember that? Chaz I, Bono. Yeah, Chaz Bono was there masturbating at bus stops. <laughs> it was a big thing. What's it, about Chaz? That? Huh? Chaz, what? You uh, basically what had happened was a bunch of like 
Antifa type, like hippie people, really like alty Seattle oh. people, like took over a whole yeah. area in Seattle. I was like, this is our land now. We're taking it back. And they immediately just became the, exactly what America is. <laughs> they had like a police department almost right away, like a police squad that was like harassing and assaulting people. I have to look at how indigenous people look at white people fighting over land. <laughs> you you got to like wonder uh, what they're like. They're like, it's it's like somebody coming over to your plate, grabbing the steak off of it. Mm-hmm. And then having a tug of war with somebody else at the same dinner yeah, table. Yeah, fighting for your, your steak. Your food, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, they should have fought harder. They should have been more prepared. <laughs> Gunpowder, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the big equalizer? In yeah. A lot of wars was That really changed bullets. the game. Bullets are hard to fight against. It used to be bullets. Them. Now it's iPhones. It can be just as lethal as any yeah. school shooter. It'll happen to us, too. What's, Someone will come around that's bigger and better than us and probably get rid of all of us eventually. Help. You think you're going to be replaced by some sort of technology? Oh, you mean like maybe? I was thinking more like other countries or maybe aliens. But aliens. yeah, robots do. I want robots and aliens. Like they're already here. Want, yeah, well, they probably both exist already. First of all, if you don't believe in aliens, take a look through a microscope. There's aliens in there. Well, yeah, there's found life out there, right? Just like little organisms and things. Mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about that shit, but yeah, I mean, I assume we're not the only ones unless this is like a simulation or something. Yeah, that's been brought up a lot in the last, I think Elon Musk could address that. Now everybody's thinking about simulation. Well, I think it's just because like we will probably eventually be able to make a simulation, I think, full of AIs that think that they're alive and make their own decisions. I just don't want to be responsible for anything from this experience into another experience. Uh, what do you mean? Like you go somewhere else? I want a full mind wipe. Oh, okay. So you don't want to be any part of what you are after this? No, this sucks. Yeah? No. <laughs> it's not that bad. We're doing pretty good. Oh, we're doing great. Yeah. Honestly, look, at in the whole scheme, in the whole if world, you don't believe it, go on the internet. Oh, I know. I've been to Mexico. I know how bad it can be. Yeah, I've been <laughs> to... Um, Hillbrow in Johannesburg. Is that pretty bad? It was the murder capital of the world for some time. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's like Africa, right? Yeah, south. And there's far more worse places than Hillbrow in um, Johannesburg. Well, I think just here, we had like, I don't know if you were here when we had that uh, blackout when everything was frozen. Oh, yeah, I was here. Laughing. Yeah. As a Canadian. Well, I know. I know you guys were all judging us, but I'm just like, I don't, I know snow. I just know not, I don't know not having water or power for a month and a half because places I've lived were prepared for those things and yeah. actually like, but yeah, people freaked out about that. And I'm like, I mean, a lot of countries, that's just your life. You don't have power or water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have to take care of those things yourself. It's not given to you. So. We're spoiled. Absolutely. Very we're spoiled. The 1%, I feel like yeah. probably, right? Like in the world. I told, you know, my mother's retired and uh, living in Canada with free health care. Like, you, you beat the system. Yeah. Like, now, your parents alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom and dad. Oh, that's alive. right. They're not even that old. No, they're in the mid-50s. That's crazy. Yeah, they were pretty young. They are, I think my mom was like 24, 25 when she had me, and I was the My youngest. mother was 18. Nice. Maybe 18. 
That's bad, usually. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you did in a small town, is you just waited yeah. for somebody to get you pregnant so you could do was, that life that... Was your dad young, too? He was 63. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit, he's dead. 63, and uh, my mother was 17. So he's probably dead now, right? He's committed suicide after my first show. Oh, that makes sense. Edit? Uh, no. Um, Did he handcuff himself to you he, <laughs> on stage? Uh, he died. I was... I just seen something, a notification. I was on my way to Laugh Factory to do a showcase, and I got a phone call on the way to the gig that my father died, which wow. wasn't a huge surprise, but it was just very inconvenient to go to a world-class comedy club, the showcase for the owner, mm -hmm. and have your father deceased literally an hour before I went on stage. Jesus. And then you did your set? I did my set well enough to... Um, have a manager offer his services to me and then start sobbing in the wow interview. Do you feel like it made <laughs> you have a better set? It made me do my job. Yeah. Probably harder than you normally would have. Not really. About the same. I was excited about the fact that I had the luxury of something in my life that I had to intensely focus on. You know, it's a fight or yeah. flight situation. Yeah, I've had situations like that. Not to that extreme, but just like have a horrible fight with like your girlfriend or yeah. to, like just possible like relationship ending. I'm like, all right, now I got to go be funny for 30 minutes. I've had ex-girlfriends try to sabotage. Like They knew that I was taping for a television show and then they'd pick fights all day to <laughs> fuck up my game. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That sucks. It totally sucks. Yeah. Those are the ones you got to hit. You're hitting? Well, those ones. No, I can do more, more psychological. There's no physical stuff. That's, yeah, I wouldn't do it personally. But, you know, you need those guys because then they get hit. And then in future relationships, they're more in line. And then the hitting. In line? Yeah. And then the hitting doesn't really have to exist in the next relationship. Wouldn't you do if your wife just came in here and slapped you across the face right now? Yeah, she would just be like, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so nice to her. Does she, does she call you a liar sometimes? No, no. She, I'm like we have a really good relationship. We don't even like. I'm jealous verbally that much. We get along really well. I'm I'm a little jealous. She's of, cool. Of the fact that you are so in house with your relationship and your um, family. Yeah, it helps with comedy so much. I just don't have to worry about. I mean, I I could still have to worry about me too allegations just because I look like this. So if some girl just wanted to blatantly lie, I'm sure she could get some traction You're, on that. You were five years ago would have been a great target for that. Yeah. But now it's come around the bend. Yeah, you think? And I think if a woman had said that you assaulted her, your wife would probably beat her up. Yeah, that's true. That'd be cool. It'd be funny though. For Look at that. You're, you think this is a fan? Your wife I like in a it. fist fight? It'd be funny over you? if I did actually sexually assault the girl too, I think. <laughs> Was she, your wife there? No, my wife thinks I didn't. That's why she beats up the girl. But now the girl ah. is getting beat up by my wife after she got assaulted by What's me. What if your wife wants to see you? This is going to sink all of us here. <laughs> it's all hypothetical, right? These are characters. Allegedly. We're characters. Um, What's coming up? What, show-wise? No, just in life. No, show-wise. <laughs> show-wise. Uh, filthy show this Saturday. It's going to be really good. We have a fucking solid lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna, I am gonna. always end up at the creek after yeah, my you, shows. Yeah, you can come on by. I should probably have some time. Saturday? Yeah, you always do good on those. So. I got a uh, 
I'm bragging now. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday, I'm at Vulcan for the secret show. Oh, that's going to be a really, really good one. Uh-huh. I've heard who's probably going to be on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, William Montgomery at the Vulcan. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got a show now, right? Yeah. That's awesome. He's. I think he's doing a weekly thing there. I love that guy. He's fucking hilarious. He's one of the best in he the really city. He really is. I think so. I would put him in the top 10. Yep. Yeah. Yep. On and off stage. Yeah. Like, how many conversations did you have with Will, William that are just fun? I haven't he's gotten... He's a fun, playful individual. Talk to him a whole lot. But yeah, just the little bits. He's a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. Really interesting and unique. He's got a nine-year experience under his belt. I yeah. Think. And I, I used to listen to Kill Tony all the time. So mm. I was listening to him a lot before I came here. Isn't it weird for you to see... Clearly, you were listening to Kill Tony because it's entertaining. Yeah. And now you've... Oh, the, the, literally, the show has landed on your house like our, our Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah, and I got on, I think, the second week they were here. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah. I was there at oh, Antone's. Yeah. 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 yeah I've been was, watching you for years. Whoa. Through a keyhole. Even before comedy. Even before comedy. <laughs> ah. You're the guy. You're the man in the shadows. You do look like the guy who gets followed... The kid who gets followed by the guy in the ice cream truck. Probably. And you look like if you were molested, that no one would be kind of like, he kind of brought that on himself. Yeah. I think, I kind of think I was molested. I can't remember it though. Everybody's molested. Trust me. At least me, a little bit. Right? Somebody's jerked off to you without you knowing like, for sure. Yeah. If I was a baby and someone just ate my ass, I don't think I really care about that. But is eating someone's ass molested? A baby's ass? Probably. Do you not? If you walked in and just the guy was just eating a baby's ass, you wouldn't be like, well, that's probably in First good. of all, anybody who's eating a baby's <laughs> ass is like... Cool guy? No. <laughs> no, it's like... It's probably not even sexual at that point if he's just eating a baby's ass. It might just be like a bucket list thing. I don't know. Some people like to do extreme things for bragging rights. Yeah, like I like to bungee jump... I uh, skydive and I eat babies' asses. That's my thing. I'm an adrenaline junkie. <sighs> That's a thing. And, you know, we're laughing about that, but there's some countries and places that that's common. Oh, just stuff. Well, yeah, like in, is it China where they eat eggs soaked in little boy urine? Really? Yeah, because it's supposed to like, uh, I don't know, make you get better boners or something. Everybody's trying to get a better boner. Getting better boners is a really good market to be in right now. It's weird. It's it's some sort of uh, they grind rhinoceros tusk, mm-hmm. and all these crimes against nature, so that we can keep coming. We could probably get the word that eating baby ass makes you have better boners. We probably get people to do that. I don't know if we want to. I just think we could. I don't, I don't want kids around when I'm <laughs> horny. Well, I'm not saying we should do it. You, you're a father. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't eat my baby's ass ever. Maybe I'm like not saying to be. Uh, yeah, you can't. First of all, if you eat your own child, look. Well, that's another level. That's not okay. No, that's not cool. I'll draw a line there. Don't eat your baby's ass. Don't eat your own baby's ass. It's gr- it's yucky. If anything, how are you going to explain this when you're senile and your daughter is watching this ten years from now and you can't explain yourself and go, Dad, um. My fiance, who you've met, and mm-hmm. he was on the internet, and um, he's a little distraught about the fact that you were talking about eating 
my ass. Well, the thing is, I said I don't do it. And so now she gets to know that her dad didn't eat her baby ass. And the thing is, I've never had that. My dad's never outright told me that he didn't eat my ass when I was a baby. Is your, how old, much older is your dad than you? Uh, probably like 23, 24 years. Around that. And no baby ass. Is that your vibrator? Yeah, sorry. You got a pager? I don't know who that even is. What's that over there? No, it's my phone. <laughs> I have it on vibrator mode. <laughs> what, um... I don't know. I think I need to find something. I mean... Does your wife have a sister? No, she has two brothers. They're like way older That's like her. one tall chick. <laughs> two brothers is like one tall chick. Yeah. I would... I don't... You know I got yelled at at a gangbang? Really? Yeah. What were you doing? Are you too into it? No, I wasn't... Uh, I... There's a sex club in Las Vegas called The Green Door. Mm-hmm. And uh, a friend of mine booked a show there. And they had a staging area. Oh, so you weren't involved. Uh, Or did you jump in? I was in the room and I said, well, people were all coming on each other because it was dark. Were you performing? Yeah, I licked the pole. While they were fucking, they had you performing? No, the regulars came in after the stand-up show. So you'd buy tickets, get entry into the club. Oh, okay. And uh, it was kind of like a package thing. They had a show like that and. Organ as well that a lot of my friends did. I never did it. Sex club shows? Yeah, they would like they would like be in robes and stuff watching yeah. the show, and then when it's over, they're like, "All right, that was it's funny. interesting." They'd start eating each other's boxes. It's weird, right? I guess. I mean, that's cool that they they like it. I mean that uh, it's like I don't know. It's just when you open it free range like that, you don't get the most attractive people. That's true. But if you're also not the most attractive yeah. person, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's. Probably still fun. And they always have buffets and stuff at those things. They have food? Yeah. They have catering? That's what I've heard. They always have like finger foods, which is weird. I don't like the idea of just... Finger foods at a gangbang. Getting a hand job with a chick with hot wing sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want that. Just honey chipotle in my dick hole. Yeah, watch, get those KFC wet naps. Uh, yeah, well, I assume they have to have a lot of napkins is for there, everything. Does Texas have a KFC? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. KFC's in Texas? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many like fried chicken fast food places in Texas. But not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, they're here. Okay. P. Terry's, excellent. P. Terry's fucking rules. Right? It's awesome. I'd never had it before I I lived in Austin. I don't know if they're outside of Austin. It's better than In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, it's the best. It was hard for me to say that. Sorry, Mormons. Some people really fucking like In-N-Out. I think it's okay. But you know, it's that L.A. thing. To mm-hmm. brag about something that you don't that really no give a else, shit about. Yeah. That no one else has it, but yeah. now everyone has it, so it's not special anymore. Um, you've been meeting my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. They're all right. No, Speaking like of friends, uh, July 1st at the Vulcan, mm-hmm. Death Squad presents... Canadian boys, right? Jason Rouse and the Young Canadians. Yeah, and we can. I guess we can plug July 3rd. That you guys are going to be doing the Filthy Show. Yes. It's going to be like all I think that's going to be fucking awesome. To be honest with you, and thank you for letting me slightly hijack your booking order. But no worries. I, I think trust you trust you. me. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone I've seen so far has been great. I mean, Brett Forte fucking annihilated. You, did you see his set? Uh, I've blocked him out of my life. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. He's the best comedy host in Austin. Yeah. He was great. I mean... The mic died, and he had to do like probably oh, like yes. six 
five, six Mike-less. minutes of the set, micless, and he fucking crushed. Yeah. While he's like just getting thrown different mics from every position, uh-huh. trying to figure it out to get it back on. And yeah, he was the perfect guy for that to happen to because he handled it really well. Canadians of uh, stand-up comics have been forced to play on uneven playing fields for so long. Oh, yeah. So that was old hat for him mm-hmm. to have the show completely fall apart. <laughs> you know, uh, And it was the end of the show. He was the last comic on a show that was like reaching two hours. And what did he do? He rose. Yeah. He had one of the best sets of the night. Yeah, with... 16 microphones handed to mm-hmm. him like it was a uh, one of those athletic yeah, Olympic an, events. An audience that had watched an almost two-hour-long show that started at 11. Hot, hot room, too. Like, oh, it's hot. It's great. It gets warm in there. Yeah, really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll sweat on stage hard there. It's almost... Um, it looks like a New York comedy club. Yeah, well, I guess... Times three. It, it was originally. Yeah. But I've heard it's very different. Did you go to the one mm-hmm. in New York? Mm-hmm. And it was tiny, right? Yeah, there was an upstairs and a downstairs. It, aesthetically, it was pretty close to what you guys got here, except mm-hmm. cut it back 70%. Okay. As far as cubic square footage. Because this one's pretty big. Stage okay. is huge. First of all, and then you've got two two stage areas. Two full stage areas. Two full stage yeah. areas that are almost to scale. One has a roof, one doesn't. Mm-hmm. You literally... First of all, you could over a course of a weekend, you could easily run a thousand people through that club. Absolutely, if they did simultaneous shows, yeah. which I don't know if they're going to do or not. They're building to that. They're I thinking think- about it. The only issue there is that like people from outside will go hang out, or inside will go outside, and then outside goes in, and it's just weird if you have that happening while two different shows are going on. Yeah, but I'm sure they can figure it out. They'll totally figure it out. This is the thing; it's all uh, people are grasping at straws here, but there's. The world's going through growing pains, mm-hmm. and the comedy community is, with society, you know, we're the um, part of the gro- the the change. Mm-hmm. You you can't be a twenty eighteen comedian in twenty twenty two. No. And that like real alty stuff is just not landing that hard. Anymore. I know. How exciting is that? That's the best thing that's Ding. ever happened. I know. <laughs> is so that great? Isn't it great? Deep down, I was crossing. They my quit. Fingers. They did. A lot of them did. Fuck off. Yeah, it's good riddance. Fuck off. We didn't. They Stay don't. home, stupid. Yeah. Well, I've heard a lot of them be like. During COVID, it was like, well, we're going to come back and like, when they're going to realize that all these audiences didn't really care about you guys. It's just all they had. And then they came back and they're like, oh, no, never mind. They don't care about us. They forgot about us. Exactly. It was just a codependent relationship, some tribal nonsense. But anyway, I knew that was coming around. I watch old, you know, we were talking about Kinnison mm. and, and Dice, music, comedy fashion it comes around in cycles so if you can yeah. live long enough you're gonna have to you're gonna have some bad years mm-hmm. just because society is not really up for your opinions and points of view yeah but you evolve in sometimes you click with you know and an audience from night to night can be very different oh yeah or uh, even the same night early same show night, late yeah. show yeah i've had a lot of those yeah where it's like one thing works like crazy. I'm like, I'm so excited to do that again. And then I do it and I'm like, oh, they fucking hate it. And you almost want to pull out the recording and go, this was 10 minutes ago. See, everyone's happy. Yeah. I try. So I, I don't like when I hear comics do that. Like 
this joke usually does really well. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Who gives no, it didn't. <laughs> Honestly, most yeah. of those guys that address that usually have been bombing. That It's been more missed than hit, but it yeah. worked once enough for them to use that as and a, it, you guys don't get it. It probably, <gasps> yeah, it probably didn't even work that well the one time it worked. No. You've got a uh, an advantage here in the sense that you've come out of a structured comedy scene mm, that was a few years ago. Hard comedy scene. I mean, for like, especially like me, because it's already in Seattle, like just inside Seattle, the actual scene. Yeah, there's 15 people. Well, straight white guys aren't welcome, basically. In Seattle? Like you're allowed, but it's like the Asian girl who's been doing comedy oh. for four months is going to get priority over you, even if you've been featuring a comedy Good. Class. Good. Let them have her. Yeah. I hope she has success. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope she gets them, all those TV shows. Most first. of them don't because no. they get pushed out too fast and they sink. And uh, some of them do and they're good. But for the most part, I think if you're pushed into things that you're not ready for, it doesn't turn out well. Look, you can't fake the experience. Mm -hmm. That's the most polarizing thing about doing comedy is that it's the most naked genuine thing that you could do in front of a group of people yeah absolutely i mean i and i don't pretend like i know a lot about it just because i've only been doing it for five years i'm still a tiny baby but that's all college. you've been doing for five years yeah you didn't have days off you've been no. in the mix no i've been i mean since i've got here excluding like recently because my fiance is managing the creek and just gone all the time but i'm still getting in a good amount of gigs but before that it's like Getting up at least nine to fifteen times a week. That's and, great. Yeah, and that's just like mics usually, and then you're doing gigs on top of that. So my countrymen haven't been on stage in a year. Yeah, they're gearing hard. up for backyard bar, backyard tour shows. Yeah, I'm stoked to have in them basement. On, on my show. A bunch I know. of guys who haven't done comedy and oh, uh, it's <laughs> great. No, I've got them some warm up spots no, in the yeah. meantime. But I'm, yeah, I know they'll do great. I'm not yeah. worried about it. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. So where can people find tickets for that? Uh, Creekandcave.com. Creekandcave.com. Just, yeah, go to shows. Filthy to show. Saturday, late night show, filthy show. Yeah. And um, any tour dates outside of Texas? <clears throat> uh, I'm going to be in You've Oklahoma. got a lot on your plate in, right yeah. now. Well, yeah, I'm going to Oklahoma next month. I, forgot, I don't know what day. I forgot, mm -hmm. but for a roast battle, that's going to be fun. That's cool. I love those. Brett also runs the roast battles on the West Coast of Canada. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I watched a couple of those mm -hmm. when you were telling me about him and some of your other friends. Sam Walker's coming. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I like his shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's an interesting It's going to be fun and uh, completely out of captivity. So July 1st, the Vulcan Theater. Um, this Thursday, Vulcan Theater. In this Saturday, Vulcan Theater. I'm literally at the Vulcan Theater over the next week, three or four times. That's a great place to do comedy. And um, the lovely Creek in the Cave, which is now starting to... Uh, I'm getting on more shows at the Creek now. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of balancing out. If I can just get paid on top of that, it'd be cool. <laughs> Are they not paying you? They pay, but I went, yeah. I, I've taken a 99% pay cut. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, because of the uh, climate, but I'm not hating. I ain't angry. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the shows that you've been doing there are like produced by comedians that just do it at the club and then they choose how yeah. much you get paid. So I uh, Clearly, the um, look, I just want to see the, the comedy get stimulated enough that it's really viable again. It will. Yeah. I mean, right now is the time where 
if it wasn't, it'd probably be really bad right now. And yeah. it's not. People no, are, it's on the up. Everyone's coming to show. I mean, my show that's at 11 o'clock on a Saturday, we get at least 70 people every show and it's been up to sold out 150. Yeah. yeah it usually ends uh, 30 more people trickle in over top of the 70. Every so you time. got a hundred people yeah. watching the show at 1230 in the morning. Yeah. That goes until like almost two sometimes because we get drop-ins and it's like, it's people that I can't say no to. It's like I'm not yeah. gonna not let them. The do some uh, time. and then you get the back area of uh, the luxury of the the social aspect of it in mm. that back patio area. I love when they whip out the fucking barriers <laughs> to remind everyone who's top level and who sucks ass. Oh yeah, they put the hamster <laughs> cage up. Yeah, that's the best. That's only because they're people are worth a lot of money. No, I know it's people that need that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's people. You know that, how many? Just as a guy who runs his own show, how many knuckleheads to come up to you and blow it right in front of you? Yeah, and start talking to you like they've known you for years. Sure. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever even seen you before, and that's yeah. me, one of the lowest of the low. <laughs> I'm glad because that's a, a nice way to define a line. Like I'll just straight tell people, I go, I shouldn't even be talking to you. <laughs> you're, you're. You're a loser. Yeah. And you'll always be a loser. It's hard to do that when you're worth and finance. You have a lot of money and celebrity. Yeah. Because then somebody goes, fuck you. They spit in your face. And then you start beating them and then you're being sued. Yeah. Some people, it's hard for them to hear that they're not a great person. I, uh, I have a thing called don't stand under pianos. And then you won't get hit. That's true. Well, some people just don't understand. They think a lot of people come into comedy and think you have to be friends with everybody. And that's the worst thing. <laughs> I told ever a bunch do. of people in the green room last night. They're like complaining about he said, she said. And I go, first of all, all of you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is not a team sport. No, it's not. It's, it's a fun sport. Well, it's good if you can find like a good group of people that you genuinely like as people. People will get on your boat. Yeah. And you'll paddle together for a duration of time. And it's good. It's a plus if they're also funny. It, it's a it, must. Yeah. Well, how yeah. many people do you hang out with that, that are not really good human beings but are hilarious? Um, what's lot, his name? Most people, yeah. Well, Who, I don't know. I wouldn't say they're not good. Who's that beings. slob that you hang out with? Chris. Yeah. Big boy. <laughs> He did this podcast. <laughs> uh, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, you guys, uh, look at how happy you are. You love him. He's my best friend. He's like my brother, basically. I talk to him more than my family. <laughs> you true. Do? Yeah. I do too, probably. Yeah. I mean, he'll like just comes basically live at my house for three days sometimes. He'll, he's going to be living in this closet area right here. <laughs> that would be a step up for no, him. No, because that's a, uh, I'm building a puppet theater here, <laughs> and he's going to be the abortion puppeteer. He's just always back there in case you need it. Yeah. You ring a bell, and he's like, oh, he wakes up. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, shit. All right. Doritos off his shirt. <laughs> just spits yeah. out all the stuff that's in his mouth. He's a big boy. He's really big. Yeah. It's he's funny. tall, too. Because we've been in situations where girls were like female comics or whatever that were arguing with him, and oh. like, like he's so like he has an aggressive presence. I'm like he's a big boy, but like he looks like a big baby. Yeah, like, if you're really scared of him, that's that's on you. Like, and he's, he does, he's doesn't have an aggressive bone in his body. That he, guy would never fight. No, but he does love a good argument with people opposing him. Well, he just has fun with it. Yeah, it's not about the argument for him. He's just having a good time. I mean, we did an open mic where. They start the show, the host bombs, and then at the end of his set, he's like, all right, everyone have a good time. 
five minute sets, no rape or pedophilia. We're going to bring up the first guy. And I was just like, what, what? (laughs) He didn't say rape or pedophilia jokes. He's just like rape or pedophilia. Yeah. And so of course Chris goes up there and is like, so I was raping my niece the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's, that's a terrible idea to tell a comic. Well, I think it's not really stand-up comedy anymore. You're, it's not. But if you're in a venue where the bar manager says that certain topics are off, maybe just say it's a clean mic. First of all, bar manager, count your beer bottles and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You manage beer. Yeah, you're not a comedy club owner. No. You're not. A lot of the people crowbar themselves into managing the arts, but these are people that uh, get off on like people who become cops or authority figures. They um, will become put themselves in positions because they can manage the mentals uh, easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's way interesting. more interesting. Well, I would I would also, if I was producing a show at a bar, never produce a show where the bar manager or owner said anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is a terrible place for comedy. Yeah, I think because the producer hates us now and will never work with us or whatever. But her host that night, uh, I roasted him because he was coming on the God mic between people's sets and just like being like write better jokes that was shitty like not even like fun playful no timing yeah so i just went after him and i was like he's been doing fucking comedy for 11 years and he's hosting this like don't take advice and then he just fucking went he tried to fight me because it's the truth yeah it really hurt and he was screaming i featured for kevin nealon in my face and i had tears in my eyes because why do people brag about (laughs) the guy who like yeah, you That's not a credit. Guy. No. That means you're not good enough to headline. It's good experience opening for great comedians. It's awesome. But yeah, it's not credits. That's not... You weren't chosen for that because you're some great comedian. You were just chosen because they needed a guy to do 25 minutes. And, and they had a that. car. Yeah, and you could get there. And you're okay with making a, not a lot of money. Americans love to brag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've featured hosted for so many people and i would i didn't say anything about that when he's trying to fight me in a bar at an open mic i've i use this i go the other way i go i bombed after dave Chappelle (laughs) uh about 10 days in a row at the laugh factory yeah i was in tom segura's netflix special i was sitting like eight rows back what take it down uh the one mostly stories okay it's great yeah yeah he's one of the best i love him tom uh is here. Yeah, he lives here now. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Isn't was, that great? It blew my mind at the creek when it was like Tim Dillon, Tom Segura, and Joe Rogan. Yeah. And it was like, fly. I think Hinchcliffe jumped in on one of those uh-huh. two. It's like, people paid like 30 bucks for this. Yep. It's a $500 <laughs> comedy ticket. Yeah, at least. And yeah, that's ha- that happened like five times that way. They did that exact line yeah. five times. It's ridiculous. There's been, look at, uh, just over the last six months, I've had some hard laughing Mm-hmm. As, a, as a spectator. Oh, yeah. There's, There's some funny... Fucking monsters here. Monsters here. And yeah. not to mention, like, it's explosive just with all the TMZ stuff that's been going around. Comedy is people getting murdered in front of the clubs. Well, comedy fans love that shit. It's the thing. You're not pushing anyone away from comedy. The people you're pushing away shouldn't be anywhere yeah. near it anyway. They're it's not fans. Good. It's good that they don't like it. Then they're less likely to come to a comedy club now. So if you don't like comedy, uh, fuck off. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah. Stay home and beat your kids or whatever you beat do. Beat off your kids. Beat off your kids. It is. Those are usually the creepiest, weirdest people. Yeah. People that can't understand how something fucked up can be funny. Because mm. it's like, yeah, probably because you're just not funny at all. 
in your That's head. a great way to end the show. A lot of people <laughs> say that again. What, people that don't understand that fucked up stuff can be funny because they don't know how to make it funny because they're not funny? No, you said it better the first time. but uh, Well, you made me repeat it. You knew that was a mistake. I knew that <laughs> that you were just talking out your ass, and then when I called you back on it, you are like, no, 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 no. Well, I didn't say it like that. I didn't have fucking dog food in my mouth. Have you eaten dog food? <laughs> yeah. It's like bad. the hard dog, dog food or soft dog food? Both. You've eaten soft dog food? Yeah, on a dare one time when I was like 15. It wasn't that bad. It's not that bad. It's still food, technically. Yeah. yeah. And again, you've never seen the movie Mad Max. Mm. I've he, seen the he newest eats, one. He eats cans of dog food. I saw the, the Tom Hardy one. Great. Yeah, it's good. Fury Road. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Well, I think we should probably have a movie night here at my house. Fuck yeah, I'm down. With pillow fights and blowjobs. And a Serbian film. Oh yeah. Have really, you seen it? Yeah, it's really good. Did you watch it recently? Uh, probably like seven years ago. Okay. Yeah. It's over the top. It's good. I know better ones. <laughs> I know more obscure ones that are better. Like the August Underground movies. We should watch those together. We should definitely... Everyone gets to pull their favorite... Childhood movie. And then we'll cap the night off with uh, actual death videos, all our favorites. I have a lot of favorites. I have top 10. You have a top 10? Yeah. People dying on cameras? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Well, you know, I grew up in a time where the Faces of Death was a VHS tape that you passed around to ruin people's days. But that was, all the human stuff was fake, right? We don't know. It, it, I mean, compared to the real stuff we have now. First of all, tell. there's credits at the end. Yeah. The it, animal stuff is real, from what I've heard. Like uh, they eat monkey brains or something in one of them. I, that's real. I heard that was that one was specifically fake. Oh, really? But it looks terrifying. Okay. Well, yeah. That No matter what, they did a great job. Yeah. Because watching them now, it's still like you can kind of be convinced that some of it's real. And that really, for the, you know, I was probably a teenager when I'd seen that. And um, I was like, wow, anything goes in the world. Mm-hmm. There's really, you can make as many laws, and but people are generally going to do the best and the worst that they can be. Yeah, absolutely. That's why it's fun. And um, hey, if you ever need a babysitter, <laughs> yeah, I would love to sit on your baby. Okay. She likes that. It's warm to be under you. Adam? Thanks for being on the show. Hell yeah. Dude. I'm looking forward to seeing you. That flew by. Um, we're going to have a great time. I'm really looking forward to being running into you in a comedy club outside of Austin doing shows. Hell yeah. I'm sure it'll happen. Cool. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. That's Where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, underscore Adam Lucky. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on YouTube and Facebook. Also, just Adam Lucky. I got some shit on there. Excellent. Uh... July 1st, Vulcan. You just Google Jason Rouse and you'll see all the dates. Lots of cool stuff coming up. My special will be out by Halloween and you can check out Spare Parts on Amazon. Hell yeah. It's a good movie. Thank you. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated.